are listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Each week, I present a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole. So, here we go! First off, a tiny sidebar. How was Eurovision? I really, really wanted to talk about Eurovision, but we're a few days later, and I still haven't had our watch party yet. I'd say that I don't know what happened, but... I know who won. I know Madonna was there. and Perhaps Madonna is what spoiled it. Damn you, Twitter. Um, but I don't know how we ended up there. I love Eurovision. Um, I'll have to share how cool it is sometime and my first experience with it. Um, I tried living a, a Twitter blackout, uh, but it, it spoiled Game of Thrones for me as well, which I've never watched it. So I was more interested in the Game of Thrones finale than I've ever been for any show that I've never watched before. Um, How did we go from Eurovision to Game of Thrones? But I did get irrationally mad at how Jon Snow wasn't able to pet that doggo a few weeks ago, like a week or two ago. Um, I know nothing about Jon Snow or that dog, but he should have been able to pet it. So maybe that was the the inspiration for my my Twitter fixation on the finale. But yeah, now this podcast is situated in time and space uh, with Eurovision in the finale of Game of Thrones. Great. Cool. Awesome. Good talk. This week I wanted to talk about one of my favorite TV experiences, like chill experiences. And what I mean by that is like like whenever I want to be like sitting on the couch or laying in bed and just really enjoying a show, it's not often for me that I'm sitting in one place and just enjoying whatever it is on TV. I usually have TV as the supplemental thing for what I'm doing, like having Parks and Rec on for the 15th millionth time. Um, but sh- but but this show is definitely something that I really want to like focus on and I want to enjoy for the show and not be spinning 47 other plates while I'm experiencing it. And I like to say I'm, I'm experiencing it, but we'll get to that. I'd like to share with you a Korean cooking show called Chef in My Fridge. I found it on Netflix a year and a half ago. Um, it appears to be like a, a quote-unquote like seasons, but it's like collections it looks like. And I found this show, oh my god, okay, I found this show on New Year's Eve last year, so for the new year for 2018. Uh, I was watching when I found the show, I I would say I was maybe a tad indulgent on some some wine and 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 weed. Um, and the show was this magical adventure that I got swept away on. Though sidebar here, I forgot to mention that the show is in Korean, um, but it's subtitled, so there's that. But honestly, on New Year's Eve, I couldn't read fast enough to find out what's really going on as I just jumped into marathoning the show. Uh, but it didn't stop me from falling in love with it. But let me circle back to my love for the show. Let me just explain this bad boy. Chef in My Fridge is also known as Please Take Care of My Fridge. It is part of cooking show, part competition, part variety show, with some like uber casual interviewing. Um, The show started in November of 2014 and it's still going on today. So uh, for the show or episode structure, okay, so bear with me. I feel like I need a try erase board or something, I don't know, welcome to my TED talk. Um, So 
The show takes place in one large room containing a large table with eight chefs and two hosts sitting around it. They all hang out around the table and banter, and at the end of the table is the two um, cooking stations for our chefs. At the beginning of each episode, two guests appear. They're um, Korean uh, fancy people, a fancy famous people, fancy people. They're Korean fancy people, like musicians, actors, socialites, comedians, you name it. Um, they show up with themselves and their refrigerators that they've brought from home. And uh, my fa- one of my favorite things, there's so many favorites of this show, is that there's always a short montage of the fridge maneuvering through traffic as if you were to dare to disbelieve them that the refrigerator came from their home. So once our guests show and reveal their refrigerators, our two hosts explore the refrigerators while tossing out um, out-of-date food or getting really excited about all the fruit and seafood that's found in their fridge because um, the chefs will be using the ingredients from the guests' refrigerators to cook their meals. It's it's like all of us, we all have that one thing we always have in our fridge or maybe always have too much of. Um, one guy really liked soy milk, so they were like, wow, are you like a convenience store? Or like, what's going on? And so they kept like razzing him throughout the episode. Some people really like chocolate or if they, there's a few episodes where like there's ladies on and they really like beer and so they're like, oh, drinking and I'm like hell yeah get it girls so from here the guests explain the types of meals that they want the chefs to cook for them and it could be something easy like they want to learn a simple recipe to cook or maybe they love a ramen dish to like an elegant meal to impress a love interest or what's the best hangover food um from here our chefs are divided and they choose their battle each episode is uh 1v1 and then there's two chefs at battle for each, or two chef battles for each guest. And those battles are 1v1, so it's four chefs. Does that make sense? Two, one, two 1v1 battles? Oh my god, where's the dry erase board? What's cool here is the chefs. I I love them. They, they're they so diverse and um, I would say charismatic. There's Kim Pung, who's kind of like the, the dunce of the group. But like over the seasons, you kind of see him really grow in confidence and skill. Um, Sam Kim, who's kind of a doofus. Lee Yong-bak, who's one of my favorites. He's a, an older chef and he is into like Chinese and Korean uh, food. And then there's uh, Mihail, who's from Bulgaria. And that's just to name a few. And I've only seen the few episodes that are on Netflix and not everything that exists out in the world. So like, but that's me looking at you, Netflix. Bring them to me. Get them to me. But I love the banter between these chefs. Also, they're, I, I don't know how you, they're like elevated chefs, like probably like Michelin caliber, at least many of them. Um, some of these chefs focus on French or Italian cuisine, others Korean, Japanese, Chinese. Um, Sam Kim and Mikhail are known for like natural or, or light seasoning. So um, it presents a more diverse uh palette for you to enjoy or the guests to enjoy compared to the heavier richer textures that um Yonbak's Chinese cuisine offers. The chefs are always kind of sassing each other whether um they're support supporting um Kim Pung as he's goofing off while he's cooking because he has uh I would say a confidence about his his chaos I don't know uh and then Sam Kim is also just kind of a he's he's a doofus but they're, they're always supportive, even though they're like, oh, he's just doing this to be famous or 
stop flirting with the guest. It's just dumb. But they, they'll jump in and be supportive and act as sous chefs for, for those people who are competing if they're trying to take on a huge task because they only have 15 minutes to cook the meal. So for our two chefs facing off, they have 15 minutes to complete a dish that might be, I don't know, the best hangover food, and our guest has to decide which one is best. Honestly, the, my favorite part is probably the chef's cooking. You'll probably learn something like microwavable, microwavable, microwavable. Mm -hmm. If I just pause it like I'm doing an infomercial, like a microwavable rice, like microwavable. I'm not going to get out of this loop. Um, that rice is dope. That's what I'm going to say um, in a pinch. And um in some episodes, they even share the winning recipes at the end. It's in Korean, but like you can totally figure it out. Um, or if you're just paying attention, you can kind of be like, I see where this is going and kind of jot down the ingredients because they definitely recap what they're using. I don't know. Literally, like everything they make, I'm like, yep, nope, I definitely eat that. Yep, What's up? Can I have a seat? Um, there's literally like no way I can make any of these meals in 15 minutes. It'll take me like two hours and my kitchen would be destroyed. It's just so impressive to see how quickly they work while also kind of entertaining their friends around a table. It's it, it's inspiring. Um, but once our chefs complete uh, their meals by dinging a bell, the guests have to taste and enjoy the meals. And then they vote on which one's the best and... You know, it's the best hangover meal. Our winning chef gets a gold star on their uh, chef shirt. Uh, it's not an apron. They have like sweet professional chef ensembles, um, but they get a gold star. Um, once they get five gold stars, they get a larger gold star that has like a laurel around it. It's pretty rad. That competition ends. They go to the next one. The show wraps up and again, it continues. I love the show, even though I'm, I'm sure I don't understand half the nuance of it. And it moves so fast. Like, holy hell, I'm not kidding. You know, like, you have to be in the right mindset for it. Because there's graphics flying around and people being embarrassed and puns being made in Korean that you're like, what? But the cooking is really cool and just seeing, like, their, their relationships is really awesome. I will say that there's sometimes some, like, um, gendered bullshit that I don't always love. Um... On occasion, it's not every episode, um, it's not every lady guest, but um, even with some men, it's like always just fixated on like serving the other. I don't know, it's stupid. Um, but anyways, it's just a big old feel good show. Um, I've been trying to figure out a way to describe it, but there's just this level of like intimacy between the chefs. Um, they're they're sassy but they're also like just so supportive like i said and excited to try each other's meals and like support each other um it's like sitting around a, a surprisingly non-dysfunctional like family dinner it's incredibly charming um kim pung and lee yonbak have um, like a master and apprentice relationship yonbak being the master of you know chinese and korean fusion and kim pung the apprentice and well he's he's pung and you, and you see him grow over time it's really cool. Um, Sam Kim is also kind of a, apparently in my notes, I, I wrote a boob. So he's kind of a boob. Um, and he kind of sets himself up for getting picked on. Um, but I think he does that just because he enjoys the attention, just because of how it plays out. And Mikhail is a our Bulgarian dude um, who catches everyone off guard because he's he speaks Korean and he'll he's like really like sarcastic and funny, but then he's also really punny 
in Korean, which I, it always catches everyone off guard. Like he'll ma- hit the punchline and everyone's just like, what? And then like it breaks out into laughter. And so I'm sitting here like, what, what the hell just happened? Cool, funny jokes. I'm reading it later as they explain it to me. Um, but please go watch it. It'll make you feel good. Um, but I fully recognize you got to be in the right headspace. Granted, I was indoctrinated high as a kite. I definitely don't recommend that uh, for the record because I was a little overwhelmed by how amazing it was. Grab your favorite chill time beverage, curl up on the couch, and enjoy some chef in my fridge and maybe you get inspired. I know I'm always jazzed to get into my kitchen and then realize I'm not a professional chef and then I order Chinese food, but uh, but do it and, and enjoy. You'll look at your fridge a little differently going forward. Thank you again for listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. And if you want to share something you're digging on, or just shoot over an email to weareokretro at gmail.com with Combo Breaker in the subject line. And follow me on the social medias at weareokretro to see new stuff that's coming out and what I'm up to. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time. Come on, come on, come on, come on.